I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. Yeah. Nick, in 2020, I will be much more charitable with my time. Change my mind. So what do you mean by that, charitable with time? Like you're going to help more people out? Giving. Yeah, I'll be be giving. um, There are a lot of ways that you can give. I don't know why you had such a shit-eating grin when you said that, by the way. I I just, I didn't know what you meant by it. it it, You knew damn well what it meant. I mean, mean, you could be giving by helping your wife out around the house more. You could be giving by, I don't know, giving back to the community. Yes, it's all on the table. Okay. Um, I don't want to discriminate on who I'm charitable with. I would say you... Will be more charitable with your time if you're think if you're already thinking about it, then you definitely will be. So you're not changing my mind on this. Oh wait a minute, you. <laughs> oh, you're. Oh well, right, you know what? Yes. Okay, you know what? That, yep, that's how it works. Here's my episode ca- forty-seven. We're getting so, it down. Here's my counterpoint to that. <laughs> counterpoint to what I just said. You want to go and train for a triathlon? I'll be at a speed yes, triathlon. Uh, thank you. I, I wanted to share that on my own time, but mm-hmm. thank you for blowing that up for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, really I, holding me to it now. I am starting off this show real hot. Yes. Um, but you wanted to, you're going to do that, apparently. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going and to. And you, uh, I don't know how you're going to be charitable with your time when you're trying to train for that. So well, you're going to be as selfish as ever. No, okay. I like that, actually. That sounds good. Yeah. All about me in 2020. There you go. It's That's the, it. The year of Wes. I love that. Yeah. See, the year of the rat. You asked me to change your mind. <laughs> wow, that was easy. That was pretty good. Welcome back. <laughs> Episode 47 of the Change My Mind podcast. I am Wesley Sykes. Across the table from me is the champagne toast to my New Year's kiss, Nick Fryer. Huh. Two things that go hand in hand on the New yeah, Year. Yeah, that's well. I'm used to you occasionally complimenting me, more so insulting me with those things. Usually it's insults, but I want to keep you on your toes. This one was kind of neutral. Maybe I feel this like. kind of goes into um, me being more charitable this year. Oh, that would work. Charitable with my words. I think that. Um, I think that, the, yeah, that's. A, I, I think I will say, though, I would take the New Year's kiss over the champagne toast. I'm not a big champagne guy. Right, yes. Person. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone would take the New Year's kiss over the champagne toast. I don't know. There are probably some people in this world who wouldn't. Well, you know, that's that's. And some that's people think a, a cucumber's a better pickle, right? right? Yeah, that's it right there. So yeah. they say. Moving a little, little bit slow there. <laughs> uh, but it is the new year. I know we're uh, six days into it or so, five days into it. You were right first time. Uh, we're back on the live stream. Of course, it's uh, WBSM 1420 AM's YouTube channel. Um, and we're going to be looking through uh, everything over the last 10 years. We're going <sighs> to call it our best of decade in review, spectacular bonanza extravaganza. We're really committing to that now, aren't we? It's a working title. It's, <laughs> it's a working title. Okay. I was going to say, we could do it again like we did on the Christmas special. But right. Well, yeah. Or holiday special. I'm, I'm just a Christmas. big fan of Bonanza Extravaganza. Oh, uh, okay. I have I, a tattooed I, on my body somewhere. I'm going to let you guess where. Uh, I don't think I want to know. Well. I know it's not across your chest. No, no, it's not. Mm, I. I don't have the chest for tattoos. You don't have the anything for tattoos. Well, okay, that's fair enough. That's why I don't have one. <laughs> uh, anybody can have a tattoo. Although you have tattoo. not seen the small of my back yet, so that, I think that's a prime spot. Yeah, I don't think I have. I'm just trying to think. We've played basketball. If we've done shirts and skins, I can't recall. No. But anyway, uh, we got a lot of you. You made uh, quite a few categories for us today, and are we going to do now? You did. You wrote top five on the top of our Google Docs. Yes. And then I think the first one you had like eight. Yes. So yeah, then, all of them have ten or twelve or eight or so. Okay. Um, but you know, I have, a, I have a cross off, and then the the bottom half is like my honorable mentions. Got, okay, gotcha. Because I, I when you did that, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do whatever I think is best, and then yeah, whatever you feel like, and then then we can just chop it up however we like. Now is usually the time where I'll bring in our resident guy in the chair, Tim Weisberg. Uh, we ha- we haven't heard from him yet. No, we haven't, and that's with good reason because I didn't have his mic on. Yes, that's true. Tim, Tim, how are you? You're, you're scouring away over there on your on your laptop. I'm doing well. Just uh, tweeting everything out, trying to get everybody out there that's listening to get interactive with the show. Oh, that is true. why you are the number one resident guy in the chair. Without a doubt. Uh, but this is such a jam-packed show looking back over the last 10 years of movies and television and streaming uh, that we're not going to have any news. Mm. There's no comic book minute. Nope. None of that bells and whistles. We're just getting right to the meat and potatoes of the show here today. Okay. 
Okay, so let's Where get right into start? it. Well, let's let's start with the comedies. Okay. That's the first one I have on the list. I feel like that's an appropriate place to start. It is, but I wanted to give you the first choice. Thank I was you. I appreciate that. I was that was the first one that you wanted to go with, too, was the comedies of all things. It was really the first thing that just came to my mind. I just kind of wrote to it, hmm. and then I decided not to change it. Okay. Well, yeah, there you go. Why that's, not? That's it right there. So the, the you know, I'll, I'll hand it off to you. How's huh? that? Do you want to start with your top five? Sure. Of the decade? So, uh, yep. So, now, I was surprised when I was making this list. Like, there's not a ton of good comedies. Because wasn't there Get Hard? Didn't that come out this past decade with Will Ferrell Oh, and I didn't Kevin? think about that. I did like that one. I didn't I don't like know that if that. One. I thought that was a pretty funny movie. Mm, I wasn't a big fan. I'll say the biggest disappointment. That one and then Anchorman 2, right up there for biggest disappointment of the decade. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, un- unbelievably so. Um, Anchorman was, yeah. Number five Bad. for me, I have Bridesmaids, which came out in 2011. Yes. Then I have number four is This Is The End, came out in 2013. Love Num- that. Number three, Jumanji, 2017. Now, I feel like you, I remember you telling me that you, did you see this in theaters? I saw this, I saw both of them in theaters. <laughs> did you, did yeah, you really? I saw yeah. the second one too. Yeah, it was re- I, I thought the second one was really funny too. I didn't want to put both of them on the list for this. I mean, they were both kind of similar humor, but I yep. thought the first one was... Yes, the original. They executed it. So it was Jack Black. It was a good movie. I was surprised. I was uh, very skeptical going into that. Same. And, uh, but Jack Black, Kevin Hart, The Rock, you know, that's really a trifecta that you can't really screw up. And then Karen Gillian, I, who knew she looked right. amazing without blue guy. Uh, I know. Blue. I didn't recognize her, actually. It took me a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a little yeah. late to the game on that one. Yeah, that one. I mean, even still, when I look at her as Nebula, I'm like, it's, that's not the same girl. Is it? There's no way. But it is. Um, number two, I have Pitch Perfect, the mm-hmm. original. I think I didn't see the third one yet, which I don't know. You why. don't have to. We're not good. No, it's it's good, but it's not um, what the first two were. Okay, two is funny, but th- again, this is just kind of like that's the original one, and I just want to give that one mm-hmm. the head over the advantage over the first one. And then I have Ted uh, as my number one from the past decade. Both Pitch Perfect and Ted came out in 2012. Oh, okay. And now, now why Ted? Because, uh, well, first of all, I was in Chicago. It's a Massachusetts movie. Everybody, reminded you of home. Yes, yeah, reminded me of home. I Every, see. Everybody gushed over and I had to make the jokes and stuff. And I mean, it's just, it was so, it was such a, it was an original idea. Mm-hmm. And yep. it, I mean, the laughs, the quotes, everything. It had it all. I mean, the Flash Gordon stuff. I mean, that influenced me in my junior year to have my walkout song on the mound be the Flash Gordon theme song. That's that's fantastic, actually. And that was also yeah. my worst year, I think, ever of baseball, at least oh. at, at, of college ball. Mm-hmm. Um, summer ball was great. But yeah, I was like, never again with the Flash Gordon nonsense. Well, then, I, I don't know why that's number one, then. You would think that would have the reverse yeah, effect. But when I look at it now, it's like, you were such a dumbass. You walked out to the friggin' Flash Gordon. No, man, that takes balls. I respect that. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, that's I good. That's it. good stuff. What's your top five? Okay, so my top five we have some crossover here. Um, I have This Is The End 2013. Big Seth Rogen, James Franco, that whole type of group. And this is them kind of just being um, the characters that we all think they are. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I kind of love that that little uh, little play on the mind. A little, little mind trick, if you will. Yeah, Jedi mind trick, maybe? Yeah, ooh. No, no, probably yes, not. Yes, no, you pulled one on me at the beginning of the show. I, I, tr- I, I, sir, <laughs> I, I don't know if I remember that, actually. That was when you, you, you had the on my mind, I mean, the um, change my mind portion, the very opening thing you say. At mm, the, no, I don't recall. Yeah, you used a mind trick on me. That's why I got all screwed up. Oh, I see. Yes. I see you're trying to make a make a funny. I'm trying to make up for the fact that I screwed up at the start of the show. No, no, no. Anyways. Number four. But really. <laughs> Hot Tub Time Machine came out in 2010. This was, uh, much like you, very formative in my uh, oh, just okay. post-college career. This We didn't have cable in our household, but we had a few DVDs, and this was one that was always <laughs> seeming to be playing. So really? Rob Corddry's great in it. You know, I, I, it's just, yeah, you got... Um, uh, uh, Craig Robinson in that, you right. know, it's great, great stuff. I love it. Is Rob Corddry the bald guy? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. He's really the, the star of the show. And then you have, um, Plop, uh, from, from The Office, which of course you haven't seen, so you want to get that reference. But anyway, number three, 21 Jump Street. Again, you know, you get Channing Tatum, you get Jonah Hill, big Jonah Hill fan. These two guys just kind of being funny together. Yeah. It's a good time. That's... Held up for me. I think that's fine. I never, I mean, like, when I saw both of these, I mean, I get the hot tub, it's formative for you and everything, but 21 Jump Street, I just, I don't know, I never thought it was that funny. Oh, I no, just, so I love, and, and the rewatchability is high, it's on TNT, it's on TBS all the time. See, there's another one that Same you thing have with on 22 your, Jump Street. There's one you have on your list that is a couple notches down, mm-hmm. or there's actually two of them that, and I don't want to steal your thunder again, 
but I can see how those would make your list. They're not on mine, but I can, mm-hmm. see, I can see how anybody could. T- I don't know. 21 Jump Street just doesn't do it for me. Oh, I really enjoyed that one. And uh, number two, a little crossover again, Bridesmaids. Mm. Um, again, rewatchability through the roof on that. Very funny yeah. um, ensemble comedy. Definitely. Uh, and then uh, number one, wouldn't really think of it as a comedy traditionally, um, but I just rewatched it recently and I thought it was hysterical. The Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Um, again, rewatchability, very big for me. Uh, yeah. Through the roof, even though it's a long movie. Likeability of all the characters, even though they're all like scumbags. horrible scumbags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, very funny movie. Now, the only reason that's not on my list is not because I don't find it funny. <laughs> I still have yet to see that. And I think I've learned in not having seen that, mm-hmm. not having seen, uh, what was the other movie you have it written down here? Uh, Inception. I think I'm just oh, not, yeah. a, I'm not a Leo guy. I'm really, really, I'm really not. I mean, oh wow. I mean, I don't. I'll, See, he comes up a little, little bit later about who won the decade. I, he, I don't outwardly hate him, but I just like even when we talk about uh, when we did a review on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm all about Brad Pitt. You were too, mm-hmm. but you gave Leo his due, and I'm just, I don't know. There's something about him that I'm reluctant. Right? I, I don't know. I think it goes back to The Departed. Now, okay, so just to go back, uh, obviously the Golden Globes were last night, mm. uh, and when we did our Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think that was its own episode, and yep. we were discussing who is the main character, uh, yep. whether it's it's Johnny Depp, or Johnny Depp, um, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> or Brad Pitt. Right. Johnny Depp wasn't in that movie. He was not. No, I no, I no, seen no. him make that mistake, though. But, you know, according to the Golden Globes... Uh, Brad Pitt was the supporting actor, and Leonardo right. DiCaprio was the lead. Right, yes, yes. Which is interesting, because I would have said it would, would have been the other way around with the way uh, how it ended. Yeah, no, the way how it ended, I guess you could see but did, I don't remember. I thought And the whole was, movie was about him. Like, he was kind of the glue of the whole movie. I felt like he was... I felt like Leo was the main character, but Brad Pitt was... He stole the show. Right. Kind of like similar to um, Daphne Keene in Logan. Okay. Which comes up later in this episode. Yes, which yes, I'm, I have a bone to pick with you on where you have that uh, movie Yeah, I made a last-minute change, too. So, oh, you did? Uh, yeah, oh. So you'll be even more upset. Oh. Um, <laughs> just a quick, a couple that didn't make the list. No. Uh, I had Pitch Perfect 2, uh, <laughs> number six for me. Really like the sequel because it's, you get the German aspect in there. You got David Cross in there. Um, a little bit more uh, Adam Devine, too, which, are, which I'm a big fan yeah, of. Ted, as you mentioned. Uh, MacGruber at number eight. Neighbors at number nine. Blockers at number ten. Blockers... Very sneaky, um, very funny movie for a recent release where there hasn't been a lot huh. of big comedies coming out. The, I enjoyed that one, John Cena. Yeah, you see, he did it all right in it? Yeah, I thought he was pretty funny. Oh, that's There's surprising. a funny enema scene, that's all I'm going to say. Oh, okay. The MacGruber and Neighbors were the ones that I said I could see those being in the top five yeah. for anybody. Or for top ten for anybody. I like them, but they don't quite do it for me. Um, also, one important note for everybody, mm-hmm. we Deadpool's not on my list. But Deadpool could easily be on that list for me, my top five. Right. But we have that. We're doing one movie per category, essentially, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I had Deadpool on there in my first draft. I had Thor Ragnarok on there as well. Yeah, and that I, think, I thought there were so many opportunities where I could have put a Marvel movie, whether it's action movie, comedy, superhero. Right. Yeah. I think we have an animated category in there as well. Yes. Um, the very easy where they, they could have just... You know, kind of run the gamut and take swept everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. So we so we wanted to diversify. Right, bit. exactly. Uh, before moving on, Tim, do you have a famous famous <laughs> favorite comedy movie of the decade? I'm uh, I'm gonna keep my opinions to myself. Oh. on this one. So well, we we appreciate we have this a limited as a show about window. opinions that you. Uh... <laughs> we have a limited time window, so I don't want to drag it down. Well, yeah, maybe just and maybe just give me one involved, of your favorites that come to your mind. What, what's your what's your? Do you have a top one? See, too? I'm not <clears throat> by not answering. You're actually dragging out more time. I don't like <laughs> I don't like a lot of the ones that you guys seem to like. Yeah. Okay. Oh, then what is? Then... What, uh, I don't know. If there's really been a good. I did like Blockers. That was very well. Done. Underratedly, I'd like to see that movie. be kind of the future of comedy. Yeah. Especially the cool that. the gross out comedies. Mm-hmm. I gotta give this a watch, man. People. It's funny. This is this is my way of trying to bow out of the fact that I just didn't find any movies funny. Uh, it was okay. it was tough. You know, it, it's either very early in the decade that mm-hmm. I found some, and then a couple of later ones, but most of them come you know in the first five years of the decade. Yeah, if it's not a Marvel movie, I mean, it was it had to come out in 2012, pretty much, right? Isn't that the deal? I mean, Ted was 2012, Jump Street, Pitch Perfect. Wolf of Wall Street's right around there. Bridesmaids is 2011. Yeah. Jump Street was in this decade? 
Yeah, 2012. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Yeah, see, thank you. It was a good movie. Okay, Hot all right. We'll, we'll back to your corner. We'll we'll call you back. Going if we back need to you. my corner. We're going to be doing best action movies of the decade next, Tim. So just talk be ready to me. For that. Talk to me if you get to horror movies. Uh, we didn't. Uh, we didn't do horror movies. Good, because I would say they all sucked. Oh, okay, perfect. Wow. Well, you got the definitive opinion there. Yeah, there we go. Best action movies of the decade. Do you want to start this one? Yes, yes, I will. Okay, once again, I have ten choices for a top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but starting with number five, Inception, the aforementioned Inception, which is now streaming on Netflix. So if you want to do do want to get caught up on that. Uh, number four, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Again, a very fun, uh, interesting take on a spy movie. Yeah. Um, I, I had a really fun time with that. Number three, uh, Baby Driver that came out in 2017. Again, I'm a sucker for a heist movie, uh, which will come up again in number two in Den of Thieves uh, that came out in 2018. Very bad. Uh, you could tell that it's taken from a lot of other different uh, heist and action uh, and crime movies, but mm-hmm. um, it's just... Very much fun throughout. Do you know who's? In, do you remember who's in that? Because I uh, Gerard don't... Butler is the uh, oh. stars in that, and I want to say there's a couple other people. He's the main actor in that. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, it's almost one of those like straight to DVD type of action movies. Really? But it's just like fun and cheesy and corny. It's a good time. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and then of course number one, uh, John Wick Chapter Two. I uh, really enjoyed that one. Because there's a great scene where he's in the nightclub and there's this really low techno music and he's everything's all kind of silhouette and you kind of see him moving yeah. through the structure of the house and it's just ah that was the scene where he kills the sister right spoiler alert yes yes yes, okay. yes. That was where I think it, it's when he's leaving yeah when he's leaving and he and he had to deal with common like right after that right that's where he, right yeah he, that was a weird death um so I know I said that I could have put like Pitch Perfect two in my last list I would never have put Ted two. On my uh, comedy list, that was a that one was uh, that disappointment. Was, <laughs> oh, oh, we got we got a, a rise from the peanut gallery over here. What? You know that that diner that they visit in Ted Two. Yes. Yeah. I, I worked there for 17 years. Did you really? Mill Pond yeah. Diner. Mill Pond Diner in Wareham. Beautiful. I did, I did not know that. They happened. picked the absolute worst booth to sit in with the duct tape behind Mark Wahlberg. Well, it adds character. Place is a dump. Is yeah. that deliberate? That they picked the dumpiest booth. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible place. Don't ever go there. Did you? And you didn't like that movie? I'm assuming. Ted two. I did not. Okay. Wareham slowly becoming Hollywood East. Better. Oh. Dare I say? Better. <laughs> better. Seth. Uh, better. Uh, Seth MacFarlane uh, comedy for the decade was A Million Ways to Die in the West. Well, that, that was funny. I never saw better, it. Better than Ted two. Yeah. Yeah. It oh, was. better than Ted two. Okay. But that's not saying much. Yeah, exactly. Though. So, like I said, I know that I I just said that about Jumanji. I said that about Pitch mm-hmm. Perfect. But on my list, I have all three John Wick movies. Yes, and I could have very easily done that as well. Like, In fact, you might have seen in my first draft, I had them all in like two, three, four for me. But yep. uh, but at any rate, I, I decided to kind of diversify. So I have I have extras though, so we'll go over those yeah. and get an yeah, idea. Yeah. But right now I have the first John Wick, then the second John Wick as mm-hmm. five, four. Then I have Kingsman, which... I took way too long to see. I still haven't seen the second one. Right, you saw it that, recently, right? Oh, that was so good, Wes. That was unbelievably visually stunning, and the story was awesome. I, I mean, it, yes, there are some things that I guess what would the snotty people say derivative. I guess derivative, yes. Yeah, but I mean, it was still fun. Like they, they made it different with but the way the, that it was it's shot. It's poking fun almost at, at that derivativeness. Like True. I think it's like almost acknowledging like. Hey, we know what we're doing here. Yeah, that's actually a fair point. That is a fair point. Um, now, because you didn't have this on the, uh, you didn't have Star Wars on the comic book list. I mean, the, the superhero list. You also didn't have it on the action list. Yes. And you have no mention of it anywhere. Spoiler alert for everybody. Correct. I was so I put it in the action one. Okay. Yeah. And I, I have, thought about it, and I had the Force Awakens on there at one point. Okay. Um, I guess I didn't see that version. No. Right. Yeah. But I, I have a lot of playing around. I have Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker as my number two action movie of the decade. Yeah, yeah, that's surprising, but given uh, how much you enjoyed it, actually, oh, it's not. The well, the lightsaber battle is the best ever. Star- is the Rise that was of supposed to be longer, apparently, if apparently. Uh, you uh, you know listen to Reddit rumors. Yeah, I guess so. And then John Wick three is without question my number one. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, though, anybody says John Wick two, one, one, two, three, whatever, it's fine. I get it. Like you have it as two, so whatever. But my honorable mentions, I have number six, Force Awakens. Number seven, Skyfall. Mm-hmm. I'm not a James Bond guy either, but that was that movie was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the, the current iteration with Daniel Craig, it's been pretty good. Yeah, I haven't seen all of them. I gotta, I, I gotta watch them all. Mm-hmm. Um, World War Z. 
came wow, out in 2013. Yeah. That one's very rewatchable too. So it's safe to say you're a Brad Pitt fan over Leo Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, I might be, might yeah. be. Okay. Um, I mean, I do like Fight Club a lot. Yes. And then I have the Planet of the Apes movies. Um, we have Rise of, Dawn of, and War of. All came out in mm-hmm. this past decade. I enjoyed those. Those I, are well done, I think, for you know a remake of a movie that's been done over a couple of times. I feel mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so a couple of that I, I left that just missed out Sicario in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, great kind of uh, drug, DEA, cartel. It's a good pick. Uh, yeah, Th- that opening scene when they have all the bodies in the house and the walls, it's, it's amazing. Uh, 2017's You Were Never Really Here, starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Again, very gripping, kind of drive esque, um, which, which I also have on here, which is my number 10. Uh, but at number eight, Edge of Tomorrow with uh, uh, Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt in 2014. And then uh, I know I've kind of shit all over the Western movies uh, and, and that Western genre with The Mandalorian whenever we spoke about it recently. Mm-hmm. But that Western, yeah. uh, Hell or High Water 2016, is a awesome movie. Again, a little bit of a, um, a crime heist sort of thing, but again, has that kind of Western feel to it. Okay, I let, yeah, I, you, got, oh, you got one more, sorry, I don't want to step out. Oh, no, and I mentioned Drive already, okay, too, right. which is which is on Netflix at number I, 10. I like Drive. I yeah. remember seeing that with my dad and my brother, and they're like, what is this? Like, he doesn't he doesn't talk the whole time. He doesn't time. talk, which which on rewatch is very frustrating. Mm. Like, you can just imagine being with him, and then just be like, just give me a damn answer. He did the same thing in Blade Runner 2049, yeah. too. It was very strange. And there's an Asian movie that he's in. Oh, really? um, yeah, which is kind of like that as well, and it's like very gruesome. He doesn't, but honestly, there's not. I feel like that's very difficult to do and be even remotely interesting. But Ryan Gosling knows how to do it. That's, that's yeah, he's good enough to look at. I guess if you, you know? need a guy to not talk and act, Ryan Gosling's your guy. I think I could do that. You know, that's a good gig. Ooh, okay. We're putting the field. Okay, so Wes is officially open to any roles like yeah. Ryan Gosling's in Drive or Blade Runner uh, 2049. Right, okay. right. Or I'd even do like a crazy stupid love if you're going to make me look good. Did he talk? I never saw that. No, yeah, he did, but he was very cool. Uh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. He, well, My always, DMs are open. He's been cool all the time since, uh, except for, was it Remember the Titans, right? Right, right. not very cool then. He had a bit nope. of a glow up. Yes, he did. Um, Couldn't really cover that corner route, you know? <laughs> Uh, Yo, she better play my kid. All right. Uh, uh, well, the, Tim, do you have anything you oh. want to add on best action movies? Yeah, Tim, do you got anything that you want to share with us? I know you perked up at Hell or High Water. That was a great movie. Uh, I was also a really big fan, and it came out recently, of the remake of Death Wish. Oh. Very, very underappreciated. It was different enough from the original, but, uh, you know, just Bruce Willis getting back to some badassery. Nice. Yeah, that's, and that's what we need in life, I think. Always. You can never have enough yeah. badassery. Right. I love that. Thank okay. you very much. Now we're on the most important segment of the show. Yeah. No, oh, I thought you were stretching out there. Just getting no, ready for I'm a getting, second. No. Okay. So uh, best superhero movie of the decade. So this isn't, of course, uh, Marvel. Oh, uh, my God. I just saw his re- revised yes. list. Yeah, I know. It's it's going to be. You left two out because I realized when we were talking that there was a second one that I left out and I just inserted it in. Like, oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. I, I don't know how I forgot that one. Yeah, okay, so you, let's, go uh, you want me to go with my top five? I think we should just do our top ten for this one straight up. That's fine. Okay. All right, you go first. Number ten. Do you want to go, let's go tit for tat. How's that? We go ten, ten, right? All right, yeah. Like my normal. number ten, Spider-Man Homecoming, 2017, Tom Holland on his own. Really love the resetting of the franchise. My number ten, Wonder Woman, the best DC movie that we've seen so far. Um, in the DC universe, there is one other one, but it's not really in the DC universe. Um, I mean, Gal Gadot, stunning Awesome to look at, great action, mm-hmm. and I, I get it. It's kind of basic, but at the same time, we haven't seen anything like that yet. It was it was very big for females and everything out there, and I just loved it too. Sure, okay. Wait, you didn't? Uh, we know you didn't like it. Well, I, w- I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> I was just gonna move on. Okay. Uh, no, number nine, 2015's Ant Man, because something I do love and I hold it near and dear to my heart is my uh, affinity for Paul Rudd. Well, I will say he has Evangeline Lilly in there too, and she is. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, he, she's okay too. But, yeah. but Paul Rudd, I mean, I would it's say it's Paul Rudd. Of all the female superhero actresses, probably Evangeline Lilly is my uh, the one I find most uh, best looking. Well, uh, it's, it's been Scarjo for me. Yeah, that's that's a, fair, a big big Scarjo. Totally fan. fair. But Gal Gadot is right there. My number sure, nine, yeah, absolutely, is uh, Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that has that was with Bane. I had to double check that Dark Knight did not come out this decade, but that was 08. Right. Yeah. And I know this one gets a little bit of heat, but I mean, this is I, I feel like that's that's time being abusive to this movie. I thought it was still f- 
look, it was still fun. It's still uh, you get Bane. Rough. You know, it, it's not gonna. It's not without its flaws. It's my it's number eight movie. A better Bane than what we grew up with, with all the right. venom and crap. I like this Bane more. Mm-hmm. Being honest, so. no, and I thought it was great. And I, I love. Uh, you speaking of. Uh, you know, actresses in superhero movies. Um, why can't I think of her? Anne Hathaway. Mm. Very, uh, very appealing on the eyes in this yes, movie. Yes, she, yeah, she did. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she's the best Catwoman ever, but she did it a lot better than I thought she was going to. Well, it's not really a whole much up, up for grabs. You know, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, I think she was the best. Well, okay, she may be the best one we've you know, seen. Halle so, Berry. She may be the best we've seen so far, but maybe not the interpretation that I was hoping for, I guess right. is what I was saying. Um, um, so, yeah, so I had my number eight. So your number eight? Oh, my number eight is Thor Ragnarok. Which, I mean, it's one of the fun... It's actually probably the uh, second funniest... Probably second funniest MCU movie that we've gotten. Mm -hmm. And, And it was Thor... Like we've never seen him before, where he's kind of where he's human, right? And that's been the problem with him the whole time was he's just too perfect, he's too awesome, and now he's flawed. But then at the same time, he comes back to glory and greatness and everything. I mean, it's just in the open, the opening, and he scene, comes back stronger too. Like I feel like I've I've rewatched the Avengers and caught that on TV recently, and some of the some of his older stuff. But when he's kind of more mythic mm-hmm. when his, in his approach and how with everything, how he like his cadence and everything. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he just seems so much more stronger yeah. uh, in these in these newer movies. Like he's a more powerful definitely, hero. Definitely, definitely. I know. I agree with you, hundred <laughs> percent. What is that? That brings us to okay. So that seven? was your number eight. So my number seven uh, into the Spider Verse. I, I made a quick uh, a little adjustment in here because I I'm a big Spider Man fan. <sighs> Yeah, uh, this that, makes my list twice. Yeah, that was, rewatchability is pretty high I'm on it for me. Okay, this would be on my list too. If if okay, so I have to adjust things. Uh, th- look, I'm not gonna mention it on my list. Everybody, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough one. No, I thought we were just doing one at a time. I would have had it on my list. That would have made my list, but I thought you because you have the animation. Oh, movie. I see, I see what I you're saying. I thought we were yeah. like doubling up. Right, right, yeah. right. All right. Anyways, it's fine. Go ahead. That's your that's your one double up. Yes. But anyways, continue. We're well, no, about. no, that, that's pretty much it. I, I love the the new look and the new take on Spider Man and having all the different type of Spider-Mans in the universe show up. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they did that very well. That Spider-Man w- for everybody. You know, it, Peter B. Parker, that's me. If I'm not doubling up on this list, that might be in my top five. Mm-hmm. I freaking love that movie, and I'm not a Spider-Man guy, but I just thought it was so much fun, and it was just... You're telling a story that... Well, one we haven't heard before necessarily, but you're telling it in a different way, and I, that's what blew me away most. We need more movies like this. And from 10 to 50, you know, that movie appeals to everybody. Yeah, you know? definitely. Absolutely. So then that was your number seven. So your seven. So my seven is Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's this is one of the darker MCU movies we've seen. It's Winter Soldier at it. It's Bucky Barnes at his absolute best. Right. I want that Bucky back, but he's just so... I mean, honestly, Wes, you've talked about him so much lately as uh, doom, gloom, woe is me guy. But that wasn't him to start. He wasn't that. Right. I, I've been hanging on to that for so long, and it, and it kills me, but you know what? You're right. There's nothing like this Bucky Barnes. He's awesome. Oh, so good. And I just, I, I've been hanging on to him, waiting for it to happen, and we just never, ever get it. But this is when he was at his it, height. It's a spy movie. You get a lot of Nick Fury. That Nick Fury scene where he's in the car, mm-hmm. um, I, lo- I love that whole scene when the Winter Soldier first makes his appearance. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Uh, you music. get a, a whole lot of ScarJo in this, where yeah. she's really actually, I feel like, trying a little bit more in these early films. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, and that, that, that's kind of cool too. So, the, yeah. mu- the music though, whenever he would come on screen too, or when yes. he's around, it's like, oh, yeah, it, it really freaks you out. And then he has that kind of like under mask. That mask was awesome. I've been yeah. waiting for that to come back too, but I don't think we're ever going to see. That. No, because it's too evil. Okay, so that that pops up a little bit later in our conversation. Uh, my number six, Deadpool. You had mentioned Thor Ragnarok being the second funniest movie in the MCU. I dare to say that this is the first, even though it's not technically in the MCU. Well, it's not. That's why it's gonna get it's gonna get pushed into it. Well, yeah, we heard that with Ryan Reynolds that it's gonna be Deadpool three is gonna be in the MCU. This yeah, is, this is not. I mean, okay, if we're talking the funniest Marvel movie, I would say. I would say this is this is definitely the funniest Marvel movie, but it's not in the MCU, so I'm not. That wasn't uh, my okay. Maybe maybe. But I'm this is my number six bit. too. This is my number six okay. too. I think it's hysterical. I enjoy the action. Deadpool is. It, it, it was a new way to do a superhero movie. Of all, it, absolutely. Of all the ones I have on this list, I think this is my most rewatchable movie. As yeah. much as I have it at number six, I'm trying to. It's a combination of me being objective on this list, but at the same time, like the movies that I love too. And it's all the one-liners that Ryan Reynolds has because you laugh at one, you miss the, the the second and third ones that kind of follow it immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. you pick something up every time you it, watch it. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, my number five, uh, we're, we're kind of in lockstep again on this, Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe this is the funniest movie in the MCU for this, you? This is okay. the funniest movie in the MCU. Um, I, I was just re-watching this recently. Don't very worry. fun movie. Um, I, I love coming back. You get to meet, you know, very, one of the very few times where you have um, all five, six characters are all really likable. There's no one that really kind of, mm. it's like, eh, I don't want to see less of this. So Yeah, um, just right amount of each of them too. Right, yeah, so I, I, I love that. I think um, I, I'm looking forward to when we get to do that from one of our MCU watches. For those wondering, we've done the Hulk and we've done Iron Man. You can go back mm-hmm. and listen to those um, anywhere on, on iTunes or uh, Geeks Worldwide, anything like that. But um, yeah, this was this was a movie we came in with zero expectations. Mm-hmm. We're like, this is right, mm, like really. And I think this was coming off of uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, same year. So I think Winter Soldier might have been released first, <laughs> and then right. maybe Guardians. So yeah. This was kind of really the first oh. step into that cosmic realm that we, you know, outside of Thor, really. Yeah, it's part, honestly with the cosmic realm, I feel like you're not gonna generally, as much as people love science fiction, with Marvel and everything, you're known for the superheroes and the capes and everything. I feel like it's tougher to do well with that sort of science fiction right. away from Earth, but they find a way to do it perfectly. You got to do the comedy, and that's what they, and that shapes Thor so much. I feel like absolutely, too. yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay, so um, number four, number four, you want to take your four? All right. Joker is my number four. I feel like these these the top four here are ironclad. Um, you can move them around a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think Joker absolutely deserves to be in this conversation. Obviously, Joaquin Phoenix just won a, a yeah. Golden Globe for his performance, and I just think that this is. Um, I do uh, the thing that makes this so special is you said it when we reviewed it a little while back. You could have made this movie, and it wouldn't have been. Uh, and if you don't have Joker on it. It's still right, right, right. Awesome. It, if it was just Arthur Fleck, yep, yeah. But you need the Joker title in order to get people, you know, into the movie that, theaters. That now. wider uh, net, cast Definitely. a wider net there. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, the biggest thing. My my big issue is, um, you know, when I look back as a decade in review and movies that I want to go back and watch when I think of uh, past time, I'm not sure if this is it. Huh. For me. So I, I did really enjoy it, but I'm not. It's not going to be something that I'm jumping at to go watch. Gotcha. The part of the issue too with these is like you look. I, I what I try to do also is factor in. Can you tell the story of entertainment in this decade without mentioning these movies? Mm-hmm. Like Dark Knight Rises. That's one where it's like you have to have one of the Bale Batman movies whenever you get the chance. So that's, right. But anyways, um, what is what is your number four? So my number four is Captain America: Civil War. It was 2016, so it was mm-hmm. uh, this first. Re- yeah, you know, I want to say the first real matchup. It's like Avengers 2.5, but coming off of Age of Ultron, that was a little bit down, I think. Um, Captain America Civil War introduced two huge new characters that they ended up making huge spin-off independent movies out of in Black Panther and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was really the first time true. that That's you true. got really, I feel like we got really excited for this. Maybe maybe Avengers when the first Avengers came out, but I know my interest in the MCU overall really just uh, got kicked into another gear and looking at YouTube videos and how really? what was going to happen and what how the story was going to play out and what could happen and blah, 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 blah. I didn't know this was that movie for you. Yeah, that was it for me. So it, it really kind of kicked off my, um, huh. my I fanaticism. Think, I think that um, the X-Men movies, I mean, as much as they weren't done as well, I, I, like I loved those at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I really think that if the one that really kicked it up a notch was probably Winter Soldier, as much as I have that far down the list. I love that movie. That turned me on to go back and kind of rewatch uh, the, mm-hmm. the original movies, and I think I, I saw that movie late. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it was kind of coming in gotcha. to Civil War. Gotcha. That's interesting. I didn't. I did not know that was the movie that uh, helped shape you. Yeah. Helped lead to this amazing. Show. Oh yeah. Now we're here, right? Exactly. So, so thank you. My number three is Logan. And this was one of the most mm-hmm. badass, violent, like, fi- like Deadpool made this possible because if you didn't make a rated R movie right. with superheroes that can make money, we don't get violent Wolverine, which we all want. I mean, that's something we've been clamoring for since the first X-Men in what, 2099, whatever that Tim's was. Tim's probably yeah. wanted it since the 80s when he first right. read his first yeah. comic. I mean, it's this is the Wolverine we're, we're all, we all expect. We like As much as... These movies are for kids. Primarily, adults still like this stuff. Mm-hmm. They're the ones paying for it, so they're seeing some of it. Give us some some a ridiculous, violent content, too, and that's what this was, and I loved it. I, I had it number seven on my list, and I subbed it out for Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you bumped it all the way out for all the others. You know, because my thought process, again, Unbelievable that a, a big not- deciding factor is that it's. I just have a tough time going back and rewatching the movie, Oh, and West- which is such a big deciding factor for me. I get that that's tough. I mean, like... I get that. I can. I can't understand. There's it. I, scenes I don't... that I go back and want to re- rewatch, or if it's like on, you know, cable or something like that. Like I'll stick around for a commercial break or two. 
Man. But I'm just not watching it in its entirety. Daphne Keene is so awesome. She's in, great. In, I'm not saying uh, anything uh, that she's not. What? It's it's my top choice for a comic book movie of the decade because it takes I comic no books and turns that. it into a real movie. But I will agree, there's some parts of it that it's like, okay, it kind of takes Professor X a little bit too long to, yeah, to die. Yeah, yeah see, I, mm. I get that. Okay. But, but, I, but I don't have any problems with people who say that, you know, say that this is the best movie of the, the comic book movie of the decade. Okay, I respect good. that. It's just, you know, if this is my personal list, mm. um, you know, there's a couple more that I have higher on the list, uh, start, starting with my number three, uh, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. That is my number two. Yes. Uh, you know, obviously... We've talked about it on numerous occasions on this podcast, but everything that had built up through the last, what, 12 years or so, um, that kind of led to this point, 22 movies or whatever the case was, um, you know, that that was great. And I thought it mostly paid off, um, you know, for the long wait. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have Endgame. Yeah. Number three. I'm sorry. I did not see that. And I just totally went autopilot mode. That's my number one. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm just looking. I just totally misread that. I'm oh, seeing, I know. I'm, it, yeah. I'm looking at your list over again. Wow. That's okay. it. Endgame is my number one with a bullet because it delivered. It had fan service. It, it fixed things the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. I get the time travel is a little bit confusing, but it's, they did. You're always. You're never gonna get that perfect. You're never gonna get it perfect. There was comedy. We have awesome action scenes. Everybody's mm-hmm. showing off their powers. And there was just a little bit for everybody in it. And I've never. I don't think I've ever, other than like jumping because I was scared by something. Had an like a visible like oh my god reaction right. It, other than when we saw, um, have you seen Solo? Yeah. Okay. So at the end, when spoiler alert for everybody, when when um, Darth, Darth Maul, Maul pops mm-hmm. up, that and then in Rise of Skywalker, spoiler alert, when, when I heard Qui Gon's voice, I hit my dad because he loves Qui Gon. Ah, uh, you know, in that same Reddit post, Hayden Christensen, uh, Qui Gon, uh, uh, Samuel Jackson. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi Ewan McGregor instead of just voices they were actually supposed to be force ghosts and it was supposed to be like the end oh. of Harry Potter where they all kind of form a circle around him in the Sith but uh, JJ said no him. no apparently that was a Disney thing Disney wanted him wanted them to Disney cut it out sorry oh they did apparently, oh, I apparently. Like, I this is according to that Reddit user I mean I will Ego def- Shop I think I would have liked I like both I mean I pr- would have probably preferred what they didn't end up apparently doing. they yeah they filmed it and everything and then mm. they just nixed it come on man that's not cool but um, like other than those I've had right. moments in Endgame I had several moments where I was like oh my god I was like freaking out and it was just in, in, no I, I hear you oh that was my number one with a bullet Wes I can't believe you don't have that as at least your two I get your one I get it so number two for me uh, and this is again I, I think it's just very easy to put Infinity War Endgame 1-2 you're going to have a lot of lists and I don't have a problem with that at all but I, when I think of um, these non-ensemble movies what is like my, my favorite non-ensemble superhero movie it's, it's Captain America the Winter Soldier Okay, and that's and that is totally fair. I, uh, again, I, it's a spy movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very grounded. It's very tactile. I feel like you know, um, yeah. it's not you know you don't you're not out in space and dealing with powers and cosmic and all that stuff. So it's very grounded. I generally uh, like, like yeah. more um, great villain too. One of the first times you actually get like a really good villain in yeah. this in the series. He's the best. He's one of the best ones for sure. Because Loki mean, was pretty good. I like Loki a lot, and he was like a lot more sinister in Avengers than uh, what we know him now to be. Yes. Uh, Winter Soldier was scary. You mentioned the music. You know, that that um, really added, like, a different fe- effect to it. Yeah, I didn't... I mean, look, we didn't... I didn't expect any of the characters to die necessarily, but I just didn't... They didn't... I didn't feel like they were safe, any mm-hmm. of them from... I mean, even Nick Fury, we didn't even know, obviously. But um, I, I appreciate you putting a non-ensemble one so high. I do... Honestly, I generally prefer those more. I'm not big on the whole event thing. I like the story and the in-between kind right. of things. So, I mean, that's why I like Logan so much and obviously Joker, but... Um, I'm not going to say my number two because it's your number one. I don't want to steal your thunder. No, no, no. We can just kind of talk back and forth about it. So Avengers Infinity War. Right, yeah. I think absolutely. It, I think if you're not going to, personally, if you're not going to have Endgame as your one, then this should be your one. I, th- I understand Logan, but I really think these two were both outstanding, both difficult to do well. Mm-hmm. And with Infinity War, it just it set the dialogue for, I mean, a year. That's all anybody cared right. about was was what's coming up after. Actually, it was before that came out. That controlled the dialogue, and then and then the after, clock hit reset. You know, and everyone yeah. you got like the twenty four clock going. Like, yes, tick, tick. That's exactly yeah. it. That's exactly it. I mean, that is so impressive to be able to do something like that on its own. Forget all the fun stuff that we got, the action and Thor coming in to to Wakanda, beaming in and right. bring me Thanos. Oh yeah. 
That was outstanding too. No, and, and, and it's great too. And I think it, that for that, I've never been more. Uh, my anticipation has never been higher for a movie than that, and that includes Endgame. Mm-hmm. I think coming into everything built up to that, and I think if we had never gotten Endgame, I would have been satisfied with Infinity War. Right. Yeah, I, that, I, I think absolutely. that would have been. Yeah, you know, if there I, was no, nothing on the back end. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, it would have sucked if we didn't get anything else. But I mean, it was. No, it, I mean, obviously, it would have. Yeah. It was. It, it was still. Yeah, if you if if we never got anything else. I would have wondered why they didn't do it because like you can definitely make a great story, but yeah, right. No, I think you, I think I would have been happy with that that story actually. I would have been, you know what? It would have emitted emotion for sure. I don't know if I would have been happy though. Right. Well, then then the stakes are really high. Then yeah. uh, you know, no one comes back or whatever. Then you're yeah. truly reset, and then that, I think that's interesting. It, that definitely would have been interesting. Um, I should have that that I did. Now that that could be an episode right there. No, we're just spitballing. What if Avengers Endgame was never made? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That there, I'm just I'm some, just talking there, here, but yeah, we'll we talk there. later about that. Um, all right, that brings us to best animated movie of the decade. Yes, yeah, so we'll do a top five on this one. Sounds like a plan to me. All right, now you you're not gonna know uh, four fifths of my list on this one. I know some of them. So first we have Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay. These first three actually came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. Death of Superman in 2018, and then Batman: Gotham by Gaslight. So I got the chance to watch all these in the past. You know, a couple of years, and and honestly, DC's animated stuff just really makes That's, me wonder. Yeah, they what do it really the well. Hell, are they doing with the live stuff? Because that Suicide Squad, like five characters that are kind of important, die, and then you have uh, what is it? De- Death of Superman. We saw Death of Superman. In, it, spoiler in Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, it was. I enjoyed the movie, but it could have been done a lot better. That was kick right. ass. And then the, the Gotham by Gaslight. I, I understand why they haven't made that as a live action, but that was really cool too. And then Batman Under the Red Hood came out in 2010. Just makes a cut. That's mm-hmm. my guy. That's my favorite one for sure. But I can't. I'm being objective here. Number one with a bullet. And again, would have had this on my list if we weren't doing the little disclaimers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Into the Spider Verse, without question, the best animated. Um, yeah, movie. not even. Yeah, not oh, even close. Not even close. Uh, spoiler alert: That's my number one as well. But my number five, Incredibles two. I uh, just saw that recently since it came out on Netflix. Oh, so, yeah? yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Elastic Girl is uh, thick, thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. My wife and I uh, commented on oh, that. Oh, your wife yeah. feels that way yes. too. Okay, good. We were in lockstep on that one. Uh, number four, Coco. Uh, a nice uh, Hispanic little journey. The only thing, the only reason I hate Coco, I haven't seen it, is because it won. Um, was it best original song over um, This is the Greatest Show? Oh, that really, that oh, me. really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Eh, I can get that. Number three, Wreck It Ralph. Greatest Showman. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. That Greatest is- Showman. I yes. now got you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Wreck It Ralph with fun. Yeah, fun little story. Again, uh, a little bit of a. Um, you know, it, it, I would say an original idea. It's not based off of anything. I that like a that a idea. lot. Yeah. Um, a at number two, two, Toy Story 3. Again, another movie that I just recently saw. Nice. Oh, got a little teared up into it. Yeah, I went into the vault on uh, Disney+. Plus. That was one of the first things on Disney+. Plus. I Had watched. you not seen it already? No. Really? Mm-mm. Oh, I haven't seen four That's yet. That's usually what... what Seeing it for the first time means. Well, I was I I had to make sure my ears weren't playing tricks on me because I, I had a hard time oh, believing. Oh, I that. kid, I kid. I know you kid. I had a hard yeah. time believing you though that you haven't seen. I'm surprised. No, I know. But I haven't seen Toy Story four either. So coming from the guy who hasn't seen Inception yet. Oh well, yeah, there we go. That's just true. And uh, uh, into Spider Verse number one, just missing the list. Uh, Zootopia, Lego Party, Sausage Party. I've I've heard Lego people, Movie Sausage Party. <laughs> uh, Despicable Me and Frozen were on my honorable oh, yeah. mentions. Oh, nice. Um, TV show of the decade. Why don't you start this one to the top five? Yeah, top five. Workaholics, uh, again, came out at a very formative time in my college year. We, we were uh, kind of in that exact point of not exactly in college, but not exactly in the real world yet. So I mm-hmm. uh, really enjoyed that. Love Durs. Uh, love Blake. Love uh, Andy, Adam Devine, Andy Bovine. Yeah, big, yeah, big yeah. fan of his and uh, Mon, uh, Montez. Montez is a great uh, side character. You also get Jillian in there, who's a great side character as well. Yeah, the, Jillian. I haven't watched a ton of it, but uh, Jillian, I figure is a. Uh... Yeah, she she's really funny. Uh, yeah, great great show. Um, the Leftovers. Uh, that's a David Lindelof show, uh, starring what's his name? Why am I going to blank I on it? Lo- I know uh, you love Carrie this Coon one. and Justin Theroux. Thank you. Um, very uh, thought provoking. Something I have to like kind of read. Mm-hmm. About after we read a breakdown of the episode oh. afterwards, but I enjoyed it. Uh, Broad City, love this show. Great. Uh, I thought it was uh, living in New York. They took place in Astoria. I oh, lived in Astoria yeah. at the time, but okay. again, very funny. Got a little too political at the end for me, uh, but I liked it overall. Number two, True Detective, mm-hmm. uh, largely based off the first season with 
uh, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. But the so third good. season with Mahershala Ali and Stephen Dorff was really Very good as good. well. And as if I even need to say it, Game of Thrones, prestige yeah. television at its finest. So number five. Final episodes be damned. Yeah, that's the biggest issue. Number five, I have Arrow. And there were some dull Ooh, times yeah. in this, but at the ver- at the, f- the first few seasons, man, that show was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was, again, it was like, why can't DC do this with their movies? You know, all you have is Batman, and you can't do anything else right. Uh, Workaholics, I now, I've only watched that so much, but every time I watched it, hysterical. And all my buddies in college right. loved it. So I, I, I could not leave this off the list. Um, <laughs> the Walking Dead, that started out. As the dominant force right, yeah. of the decade, it was that. It was Game of Thrones. They were breaking there. Breaking Bad, and neck. like right all at the same time. Yeah, right. Breaking Bad. And, and Breaking Bad can't be on this list because it didn't start this decade. Right. Parks and Rec didn't start this decade. Um, I haven't watched Veep, The Americans. I've heard good things about Veep, though. Tim, yeah. you like Justified, right? Ju- Justified was the last decade, though, wasn't it? And I think it started in 2010. <clears> and then Rick and Morty, I haven't watched. Right, that. I haven't either. I've heard good um, things too. Better you, Call Saul. Better oh, Call yeah. Saul. Yeah, I never watched that show, but. but it, that's, that's kind of up there. Well, you should definitely watch it. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, too, about The Walking Dead. As it's gone down in popularity, I yeah. like it better. Do you really? I think the last couple seasons have been the best. I think hot take. Been, I think the Glenn yeah, okey-doke really threw a lot of people off. But did you watch it? Never. Ever? Really? Never. No, I never got into it. Man, at the beginning, those first few seasons, everybody was in. I, I'm still in. Um, actually, I'm a little behind on watching it right now. But I'm still yeah. I'm still watching it. Um, a, great, a great show, too, by the way, that's been a dark horse over just the last couple of years, Yellowstone. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Not only is it great to watch, but it's... Actually hmm. done really well in the ratings too, which okay. I did not know that. Know. Keep that what, on the what's list? that on? It's a little soap opery, but it's it's really good. It's on it's on the Paramount Network, oh, formerly okay. Spike TV. Right. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. And oh. then I have the same two one as you, True Detective, Thrones. Man, Thrones just yeah. dominated. Yeah, the decade. it couldn't. Right. Oh. And, and it went and spanned you know 2011 to 2019, so it was one of the few shows that actually lived through the entirety of the decade. It didn't it have like a hangover one way or the other. So freaking good. Uh, a couple that just missed the cut for me. Barry, new show that I love. Right. Uh, two seasons, but I love that. So uh, I thought he got snubbed, by the way, uh, for the best comedic Golden Globe. Uh, Rami Youssef from Rami, I think, won. By the way, you know that his girlfriend or whatever is, uh, yes. is Hidden Christensen's ex-wife? Oh, is it? Is that uh, I, Rachel Bilson yeah, from I didn't, the OC? I didn't know that. You brought him, when you brought that him up, that was apparently like uh, everyone's outing party. Everyone found out about uh, it. Then, yeah. not, not enough good things can happen to Bill Hader as far as I'm concerned. Uh, big fan. <laughs> Great guy. Seems like he's a really... You know, like he's really the person that he pretends to be, right. that he portrays himself portrays, as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. not enough good things can happen to him. Absolutely. Sil- Silicon Valley at number seven, a, a show that kind of waned in its final few years but came out really strong. Disappointing ending. Yeah, I, I, haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the final season yet, so I'll have to get up to that. Number six, uh, Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talk about prestige TV yeah. in the early 2010s. I really loved uh, the the story of Nucky Thompson. The and I, as I made this list because it was easier to do our next segment, the our section, the streaming only content. Yeah, I realized, man, there were not a lot of TV shows that started in this decade that I loved. I know. I, well, I was late to uh, the Office and to Parks and Rec, so the last few years, like I've been going heavy on that, and then I mm-hmm. realized that wow. I haven't really watched a whole lot of good TV that came out this decade. Yeah, because, I mean, all the best stuff came out, I feel like, in streaming service. Mandalorian just yep. missed my top five. It's at number six. Peaky Blinders, number five. And that's, I mean, that mm-hmm. is freaking amazing, number five. Um, I If you haven't watched it, you got to watch it with subtitles. I know it may seem annoying, but I promise you it is worth it. It's just so you can glance for, like, one word at a time. Okay. Um, every sentence, I should say. Uh Last Kingdom, another one. Oh, awesome. The Punisher, number three. Mm. Daredevil, number two. And then Stranger Things. I cannot believe it took me so long to watch it, and I watched that so fast. Yeah. So good. You soaked it right up. Yes, outstanding. Uh, My number five is BoJack Horseman. Uh, Mm. Bit of a depressing show, but a great animated show. Uh, Love Will Arnett as a voiceover uh, actor. Um, This is fairly new. No, I'm going to switch this up a little bit. I'm going to sub out my six underground pick for number four which is a new Ryan Reynolds, Michael Bay action movie oh. uh, for Big Mouth, which I had at number eight, I believe. So Big wow. Mouth, uh, Nick Kroll is getting the bump up there. Again, another animated show. You did like that Very one. Very funny. Yeah. It spans um, all ages, preteens to you know adults and parents, so I think that's a great show. Mm. Uh, number three, Firefest, the Netflix documentary about uh, Firefest and yeah. Billy McFarland. Fantastic, gripping uh, few few hours. I believe it's a couple hours on of TV there. Uh, number two, Something I just watched recently. Yeah, I was surprised that was that uh, has been sweeping uh, the nation. If you oh, if you've heard yeah. about it recently, but uh, don't f with cats. 
Um, If you have not seen that yet, I highly recommend it. Uh, Add that to the queue. And then my number one is the same as Nick's, uh, Stranger Things. What's interesting is that I feel your list... Well, you have a lot of shows, too. I feel like... But you got a decent chunk of movies, too. I I didn't have many movies when it came to this because I had Harley Quinn animated show. Oh, right, yeah. Um, Best comics of the decade, real quick. Uh, I will do from number five to one. Mm -hmm. And I have Deathstroke, the Rebirth DC Universe. That's all Chris Priest, 50 issues. Awesome. From start to finish, uh, Flashpoint. This was early in the decade. This was really big on resetting right, DC yeah. Universe. Oh, and then I mean, Thomas I even Wayne's know Batman. about that. Exactly. And they made yeah. an animated movie about that. I haven't watched it yet, mm-hmm. but I've heard it's good. John Constantine, Hellblazer, City of Demons. There was look. There were times where John Constantine got a little bit too kid friendly, and he's mm-hmm. not supposed to be. Well, sure. This is like that, like young adult. But it's like perfect. Okay. So I think it still works really well. Um, this is my favorite John Constantine story, period. It won't be on most people's list, definitely on mine. Saga, everybody's going to have that up there on their list. And I've read the first trade of it, and it's really good. And then Batman, White Knight, oh. I mean, that's Joker is a good guy, and mm-hmm. it's totally— I remember you telling me, yeah. a wrench in Batman stuff, so awesome— Awesome one. A um, couple other superlatives that you wanted to touch on real quick? Yeah, well, I thought we uh, could have a little bit of a discussion here. And then, uh, Tim, if you'd like to jump in on this, uh, actors and actresses of the decade. Okay. Uh, you got a good list. Uh, so a couple of uh, people that I put forth uh, for actor, uh, The Rock, mm-hmm. who's been just about everything. You know, I, I think he's the that's top of the Forbes list for money, and it's just about everywhere you turn. I think that's the guy. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, who's starred in some very uh, top-notch movies. Did Shutter Island come after Inception? Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Shutter Island was before Inception. Okay. I'm well, checking it right now. Because you, you could have an, you have Inception, you have The Wolf of Wall Street, you have The Revenant, uh, what The Aviator, right? Or some Shutter of those Island's other movies decade. in there, right? So, a lot of lot of good stuff for him. Um, obviously, um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, so uh, that, I thought that was uh, I thought Samuel L. Jackson would be a good uh, good choice. You you put down Chris Pratt in here. Oh yeah, big decade for him. Oh for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think you have uh, and you have J Law on there. She uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Scarlett Johansson, uh, the the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, I guess but they've so. they've dom- I know it's not an actress per se. I didn't know uh, she, Inception in one of sorry one of the the sisters uh, acted in something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inception and Shutter Island came, both came out in 2010. I didn't realize. Okay, that. yeah. Um, big big decade for Leo. I would say the got his Oscar. Yeah. So Leo, look, if I didn't have the bias towards against Leo, then maybe. But The Rock has just been nonstop. He's taking over Fast and Furious and everything. Uh, I think I give it to him. I think I actually give it to J-Law, too, because she had Hunger Games this decade, too, right? And and I think sure. that was, I mean, we talk about the MCU and everything, but that was, was in itself this craze. So I think, I think and then she had, um, what's the movie with uh, Bradley Cooper? Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, yep. that was another one, too. So here's what I'll tell you. And obviously, this is slanted towards the MCU. So that link that I posted at the bottom there, the list, list of the uh, highest grossing stars of the 2010s. yeah. Do you want to take a guess of who number one is? I, I saw who number one was, yeah. Tim, do you want to take a guess of who the highest grossing star of the 2010s have been? I would think The Rock. Nope. <laughs> I would think The Rock, too, but it's not. That would have been my guess. It's well, uh, surprise, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. yeah, I would think it would be somebody from the MCU movies. Just billion. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say she's been as big as... How much her movies have grossed. Not, not obviously how much she's pulled in. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, number two is Robert Downey Jr. Number three is Samuel L. Jackson. Number four is Chris Pratt. You're, you're seeing a theme here. Bradley Cooper, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. Number eight, Woody Harrelson. That's crazy. Good, good for Woody. Yeah, huh? good for Woody. I was surprised when I yeah, saw that's, that. I'm wondering what the... <laughs> right, I, was Zombieland that good? I, I mean, I, I think... <laughs> True Detective... Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah, it is weird. Jennifer Lawrence comes in at number nine. Chadwick Boseman at ten. Daisy Ridley eleven. Mark Hamill at twelve. Tom Hardy thirteen. Harrison Ford fourteen. Mahershala Ali fifteen. James mm. McAvoy at sixteen. So interesting list. I know who the I know who the actor will be to watch in the next decade. Oh, I like that. I honestly think John David Washington is going to be oh, the next yes. big yeah. star because he's he's starring in that new um, Christopher Nolan film Tenet. Mm-hmm. Tenet. Tenet. Yeah. Yeah. Tenet. Yep. Which looks uh, very Inception-like, very uh, weird. Yeah. Don't really know what's going on. The it whole does thing. Look weird. Yeah. Uh, you don't. You don't like that very much. No. 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 <laughs> no. No. It does look weird. I just. I just remembered it. I hadn't heard of him. Just like of that. I will watch any movie Denzel Washington is in. I'll watch anything his son is in. Too. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, who won the decade? Um. I would have to say. So a couple choices: Netflix, Kevin Feige, Joe Rogan, Bob Iger. I would. I would probably say Feige. 
That's but, but Bob Iger is, you know, the owner of Disney. I know, but Feige just he I mean, just ate up all his competition. He Iger did. Yeah. 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 You're right. No, you're right. But I think Feige. But Feige, as someone who wants to be creative and everything, and and see all of that thrive, and, mm-hmm. and someone who cares about all that stuff, I think that he would be. He couldn't be more satisfied with the decade he just churned out. And if you die, and if he died tomorrow, it's like I. I mean, yeah, I might have wanted to do this, that, whatever. It's like I did so much. Yeah. I t- I changed the landscape. He changed the landscape of theater. I agree. Cinema, whatever. Well, and I think that the case that could be made for Joe Rogan is obviously the explosion of podcasts over the, this last decade and particularly yeah. these last five years. Do you ever look on the, the top episode charts it's, on iTunes? It's him, right? He I- has like six in the top 50 regularly. Really? Yeah, it's amazing. And does these three, you know, does it three times a week. Like, Are they funny? Is the that what ad, it is? It's funny. It's interesting. It, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's, it depends. It depends on the, the guests that he gets. Uh, but it's amazing how much of a listenership that he has that he does for like two or three episodes, two or three hours at three episodes a week. What's his background? A comedian? So or? he's a comedian. He was on Fear Factor. He's big into MMA and like alternative forms of lifestyle. Gotcha. His first big role that I remember him from was he was one of the guys that took over the man show. Right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. With then, Doug Stanhope. Totally killed it. Yeah. Turned it into garbage. Oh. Exactly. So I, you you know, I thought as, as something as podcasts have kind of risen to, as a new form of uh, media. Yeah. Um, he's at the the forefront that's, of it. That's fair. But I think my choice is Netflix. Uh, again, something that that's really blown up and streaming services. You never really thought of that Netflix could transform itself from a uh, you know mail order DVD mm. uh, subscription based service to right. what it is now. Um, You're right about and that. Kind of redefining how we view you know consume media. That's true, but. They're they're really looking like they could be the losers of the next decade too. Oh yeah, they could lose the next decade, but this one was theirs. Yeah, it just I don't know. I don't... seeing it this year, it looked so much like they were going to lose, and I know they they haven't. Yeah, I don't know. Finding the way to get those prestige movies on their service mm-hmm. instead of in theaters that's a that's a huge step. One thing that yeah, I, was, I was listening absolutely. To, to something the other day. One thing that will help them is if, if there are good indie like comics out there or books mm-hmm. that these other companies aren't picking up, Netflix can get them. Right. That's one thing that will help them out a lot because they're going to lose, they're not going to have all the other superhero stuff, which is important. So if they can capitalize on it elsewhere like they have with Witcher, mm-hmm. you know, actually I haven't looked at Witcher's numbers, but I mean, you, you get what I'm saying. Right, 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 absolutely. And um, okay, okay, last last quick here, uh, last yeah. thing as we wrap up. Yes. Who lost the decade? I was looking at, the, I, don't, I mean, this It's is, a tough list. So we have Michael Jackson yeah. uh, who died. And was all but confirmed to be a diddler. Right. Uh, Bill Cosby, who was outed as a pill-giving rapist, uh, is currently in jail. Yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder, Snyder, who ruined the DCU before it could even get off the ground. I'm sure the Snyder fans are going to love that one. Or Internet Trolls. I feel like it was a big decade for Internet Trolls. And I think an argument could be made that they probably won the decade. But you, but who lost the decade? Well, I think I think internet trolls. Yeah, if you're an internet troll, that's oh, is that a oh, good thing? Oh, you know, it's not a good thing. Um, no, I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Bill Cosby on this one. Cause we are, yeah, Bill Cosby took a bit. He was like America's dad. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's his? How Mike, many honorary degrees does that guy have? Everybody was already like kind of questioning Michael Jackson and right. You know, yeah, that, this one kind of came out hard. I, I had Harvey Weinstein on there, but no one really oh, knew who he was. Right. Yeah, I didn't know who he was at all either. But I think Bill's That's not true. Everybody knew who he was. Yeah, but he's Maybe not. As, he's not as much of a, a fi- like a f- not like these two. in front of the camera figure like Bill Cosby. I mean, was. he was kind of seen as the Bill guy. Bill Cosby would, was in our homes. Yeah. he was seen as the guy that would give anybody a chance. Right, so that was uh, ben, ben, uh, ben and Matt Damon, right? Yeah, and, uh, and Quentin oh. Tarantino. And mm-hmm. so well, there was, he had a huge influence on cinema from, you know, maybe 1990 on. Mm. So it was kind of a big, but then again, you have to look at it too, like when you found out that he was a perv, were you surprised? No, he looks like you're, a perv. You're more surprised to find out Bill Cosby was right. <sighs> a Co- sexual predator. It's a hit. It's like a tough one. Because I mean, they're all losers. R. Kelly, you know, the surviving R. Kelly stuff. We, but we knew R. Kelly was a weirdo since He was the a 90s. pisser. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's why I say Michael Jackson's not the biggest loser. Obviously, you know, it didn't go well for him. Right. Zack Snyder, you know, that, I mean, you kind of ruined a, a sacred fan base, you know? Yeah, uh, DC's, man. The books are better at DC. The animated stuff is better with DC. And it just doesn't translate to the they <laughs> live have, action. They have a good plan with the streaming service. I don't think they're taking full advantage of it, but like the comics, if you like that, there's so much there. 
they have Batman Beyond on there, Wes. I mean, they have, yeah. which uh, you like that. They have the animated series, so it's just it's whatever. But um, did you want to do your quick on my mind? Yeah, which okay. was, it was a good year. You know, okay. that's uh, I think a good decade. I think I think that's what, what's on my mind first and foremost. You know? think, it, was, it was a good decade for us. I think that's fair. The two quick things that I wanted to mention was Undiscovered Country uh, is a Scott Snyder book. It's with Image Comics. I read the first two issues. I I think it's friggin' awesome, and I I think a lot of people are in the same boat as me. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for something new to read, I highly recommend that. And then the other thing was New Mutants trailer came out. My one question to you is, are we going to be able to review that? We're going to have to. Okay, you're going to power through that. I'll, yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll peek through my eyes, you know, the whole time. <laughs> what else has been on your mind? Uh, so, yeah, so a couple things uh, that are on Netflix that are I would recommend. Inception, as we already mentioned. Uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, the original one. Oh. Great, great movie. Uh, Dinner for Schmucks. Got to be careful how we say that there. That's such an awkward it's, movie. It's cringeworthy, oh. but kind of funny. Uh, Catch Me If You Can, Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Oh, okay. Very fun. Uh, Kingpin, which when I tweeted about uh, oh. when you feel betrayed by your Netflix for not knowing you and the algorithm, <laughs> like I had to go like scouring through oh, Netflix to go find that. That's why. And I was like, that's me. Like That movie is me right there. That I love that you. movie. Yeah. Uh, scary movie. The original one, pretty good. And then both of... Uh, both of the OG TMNT movies. There were three. There's oh, the, the first to, two then. The first two. So not the one where they go to Japan. No, no, no. I actually like Turtles in Time. I, yeah, People I, don't like that one, but I like it. I saw that one as a kid. Like, really, like, that was mm-hmm. the one I saw. Yeah, and I liked it. I saw the first one recently. I haven't seen... I don't think I've seen the second one ever. Something about the ooze? Oh, Secret of the Ooze. Secret of the Ooze, yeah. With uh, the Vanilla Ice cameo. Yeah, yeah that's right. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Yeah. Uh, what a decade, though, Wes. Yeah, it and was. Most importantly, in the last year of it, we started to change my mind. Yeah, we're almost 50 episodes in. We're almost at. Are we we got to have the anniversary episode come up soon, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll have to look back on that one, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna and we're going to have to do something special for that, I would I think. I think so. Uh, TBD for next week? I love it. Okay, for your favorite kind of episode. Yes. Yes. 